Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time! Our heroes followed the trail of an ogre that left teeny, tiny footprints and discovered a pair of magical boots. The ogre had been slain by a large beast of some kind, and the party quickly discovered that a thunder lizard was being hunted by a dwarf hoping to make a name for himself with the Nessingwary Expedition. We return now to the encounter in progress as the beast flees into the jungle. Let's queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. So, um, he takes the damage and he just starts turns and he runs. Butch, what do you want to do? I want to uh, get closer to him so, uh, be, because I'm now level five, I can run. Uh, I can. My movement is forty feet instead of thirty. That's awesome. And now I'm gonna pop rage as my action, and that is it. Um, you still have an action? No, I don't. Be no. Uh, rage is a bonus action. Why did I think it was an action? So you could use your movement speed to, to move another 40. You could I sprint it. Could. And the reason why that's a good idea is because if it's within five feet of me, you get extra stuff because I just popped rage. So yeah, that that is what I will do. Uh, only for melee attacks, I thought. Okay. Well, I'm going to get get up close to it. Uh... Can you ping where it is? I'm sorry. Give me one second. Okay. I'm juggling. I'm juggling a second map here. That's why I keep getting distracted. I'm sorry. Okay. I would go off map too to be 40. Okay. Um, As you cross into the the area where you saw him run to, you do see him. He is uh, just on the other side of that tree line. And you see that he is a distance of like 30 feet from you. Um, so you would be able to run up to him on your next turn. Uh, he is he is within range of that. Okay. The hunter, Onog, is going to pop his weapon onto his back and just haul after him. Uh, his movement speed is 30. Okay. So he's going to take the same deal, his full 60. Uh, he is basically right behind you. Falkus, are you following? I am. Is there a way... I can't click because I've got uh, people's faces here. Is there a way through to the second map up this way? Or do I have to follow through them through where it went through the forest? No, you don't have to follow, but it would be... Uh, I would say that it would be difficult terrain to come through a place where you're not following the truck that drove through the woods. Oh, there goes stealth. All right. Um, I guess I'll follow in behind everybody else. It's uh, 30... To get to there, um, so let's let's go thirty to get to here, and then my next thirty is going to be on the new map. So I, I 
25. Uh, so the next 25 is going to be on the next month, um, next map. All right, cool. And then, Ari, you're doing the same thing? Yep. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Falkus, was that the end of your turn? Uh, as soon as I can get see the next map and move another 25 feet, yes. Oh, okay. Well, then in that case, um, we'll take your extra 25 feet in just a second. Ari, what are you doing? Are you in yeah, your full, full movement? Through full the, movement. Through the big space or through the small space? Is this the small space right here? Uh, the, the place where... Um, Butch, Falkus, and Onog were running through is the, the bigger area because that's where the, the beast carved through. Falkus was looking at a way to go through the woods a little bit more difficultly, but he would still have uh, he would still have been hidden. I'll stay just kind of behind Onog so I'll just kind of fall in line right behind Onog so the big space. Okay, so everyone's going through in the same spot then, no problem. Um, Falkus because you still have some movement speed left to take, uh, you are welcome to take it here. Um, you guys would all be kind of arranged like this, I think, because Butch got through first and the other two were right behind him. Yeah, so this was about 20, 25 or 5 put me right at the edge of the map, so this is um, I guess if this is the edge of the map, so um, are these all vines cutting, crisscrossing around? Yeah, um, but th- those are not going to cause any kind of movement problem for you. All right, I'm going to put myself uh, here, but that was already... Actually, uh, I am going to use my action surge. Because these are low bushes right here in front of it, right? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, actually, no, I'm gonna, that was 25 to right here. I'm going to put myself here, and I'm going to action surge and hide. Okay. He is still trying his best to run away. He has to use his entire turn to try to run away, right? Like, it's not like it's a multi-turn thing? It says immediately use its reaction to move as far away as its speed allows from you. So I'd assume that was this turn only. That's how I interpreted it. Okay, cool. So um, what ends up happening then is Falkus, as soon as it starts to turn and run away, Falkus hauls after it and then cuts through the woods and sneaks around to the side and tries his best to hide under the bushes that are right next to the creature. But the creature is distracted enough by the fact that it's trying to run away. And what has happened is it broke through the tree line. There's a little bit more of a clearing on this side. And then immediately thereafter, there is a... um, Basically, you guys have found the river that cuts through the center of Northern Stranglethorn. Um, And it has... It's found basically a steep drop off where it had to stop running and it's looking over the river as if trying to continue to run and trying to figure out the pathway through and because the cover here is not great but it is distracted I think it's just going to be a regular stealth check to see if you're successful at hiding here 13 okay cool good to know we rearranged the, the, the attack order here a little bit because Falkus had so much extra movement. I want to say that at the end of Ari's turn, the movement was getting to here. So now you can see the creature from where you are. You can see him kind of through the foliage. It's not a very good line of sight. Uh, it is enough for you to hit him with a spell. Um, if you're attack rolling against him, whether it's for a spell or not, he would have half cover, um, which is plus two to his armor class from this position. But because you made your movement no, 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 never mind, because you did yeah. movement and action to, yes. to, to dash. Okay, cool. So you could take a bonus action here at this point if you wanted to, but that would be kind of all you had left in your action economy. Yep, yep, I'm I'm good. I'm solid. 
Okay, cool. So after uh, Ari's turn is Butch. Um, Butch, you were the first one to break through this area, uh, and everyone else caught up with you. The Kodo spent its turn running away. Oh, no, it doesn't. It uses its reaction to run away. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, Butch, it's your turn. It's my turn. Okay, here we go. Well, I'm just going to run up and do it. I've got my um, Priest Slayer above my head. It didn't know it was I'm coming. And I'm just going to run right up to it, right in front of its face. And this thing's huge. This is things humongous yeah it's huge and i'm going to raise priest slayer up does a 19 hit yeah 19 hits a 19 hits okay 13 slashing damage nice hit okay i will take my second attack here we go yeah you get two attacks now i do i get two attacks here we go. Another 19. That's great. Yeah. 19s still hit. Has that, that has not changed. Seven slashing damage. All right. Right on. And then as a bonus action, I will uh, use Quaking Palm. Ooh, I wonder if I should. Actually. I'm going to do it. 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 I'm going to use Quaking Palm to try to stun this guy. Okay, um, I have to roll a constitution, right? You got to beat a 14. Well, I didn't. All right, we're not going to see the abilities that this creature has. I thought it just touching him was going to zap me, but... Uh, yeah, I should have wrote that. Um, I did. <laughs> he has an ability that does that, but I'm not going to be able to do it because I'm going to be stunned. So I'm stunned now. And anyone with a melee attack on this... Mother. No, he's if stunned. All attacks against him are advantage now. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I I I made a mistake when I put this hit point total on here, but that's fine. Uh, he, I noticed that after the uh, psychic attack. Yeah. Well, the psychic attack was a third level spell. Like she hit him hard, but like Butch Butch's whole job is to hit people hard, and I don't think that I balanced this interaction very well. And, like, before we got into this fight, I added, like, 20 hit points to him because I figured, I was like, ah, he might be a little weak. He's a little too weak. It's fine. It's totally cool. Um, my man Anag is going to come up and try to shoot at him with his musket again. Uh, he's within range. He's shooting with advantage. Um, he hits with a 16. Um, he deals one piercing damage from his rifle. Uh, but his special thing as a hunter of large, of great creatures is that because he is a large or larger oh oh yeah no I'm right okay no 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 no. I'm thinking of a different thing okay cool so um, he deals extra damage to damaged creatures uh, so he deals a total of nine damage on this attack not bad uh, Falcus you are hidden I was playing coy with you a little bit because I didn't want you to know for sure but you are hidden um, but not, you have advantage anyway because he's stunned so what do you want to do well, with there's people being in melee with it now, I'm not going to use the attack I was going to do. Um, I guess I'm just going to do a normal longbow attack against this thing, and it's with advantage since this thing is stunned and I'm also stealth. So, yeah. we're going to roll. Um, well, that's one roll. Uh, let's do a second roll here, just straight up. 
just see about that. And because I can, what the hey, let's roll a third time because I can re-roll. No, I got to take that dice, I think. Hold on, let me reread that real quick. So what she's referencing right now is she took a feat called Elven Accuracy. Uh, whenever she has advantage on an attack roll, she can re-roll one of the attack roll dice. Okay. Uh, yes, whenever you have advantage on an attack roll using dexterity, intelligence, wisdom, or charisma, you can re-roll one of the dice once. Actually doesn't even say anything about having to take the new dice or not. No, I don't think it does. It's true. I mean, if I get three chances to try at a nat 20, I'm going to keep trying. Um, we'll take the 29 on one of these here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 29's hit. Uh, it did already roll damage for the first roll uh, for 10 piercing damage plus 2 sneak attack. Okay, total of 12 damage. Not bad. And I will call that the end of my turn. All right, Ari, you're up. Okay, I'm just trying to map out. If I'm right here... Wait, hold on. Wrong thing. If I'm right here, it's covered and I would have problems hitting it melee-wise, right? Uh, because of the bushes there, yeah, that'd be kind of tough. I'm just trying to see, I'm trying to see if I can get here, which, hold on, I might be able to do this. I might be overthinking this. I think, because I'm going to go Worgen, and I think that my feature of running wild, I can just double it, and then I can't use it again until I don't move for a turn. That's how that worked, right? Yes. Like, it doesn't use an axe or anything, I just get to use it. And then I can still do my attacks. Right. It does not take okay. an action. It just takes you. It, it stops working until you stand still for an entire turn. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So I'm just going to kind of mumble under my breath. Like you think my growl's bad now. Just wait until you hear me. How I'm going to use one of my two forms to work it up. And then we're going to move over there-ish. And we're just going to do my typical one, too. So we're going to do Worgen attack. And I get to do it with advantage. So that was a 12. That's a 24. Yep. 24 so hits. 24 hits. And that is going to do five piercing damage. Okay. And then I'm going to do the claw. And that was an 11. But that was a 21. The okay. claw. And then this one, I have to subtract my... So it's going to do four slashing damage. Okay. So for a total of nine damage altogether. Okay, perfect. Butch, you're up. Wow, I'm 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 really feeling feeling this right, and I uh, I, I wink at Ari. Now this guy is still stunned, so I'm not going to reckless attack. But after I attack, he won't be stunned anymore unless I faking palm successfully. Um, so I am going to use Priest Slayer. Does a 13 hit? No, it does not. Okay, I have missed. I Do you get advantage, though, because it's stunned? Oh, that's right. D does a 10 hit? <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Okay, um, so I'm going to hit again. Use my second attack with advantage. Let's see. Uh, 24 hits. Okay. Yeah, 24 hits. Now I'm going to roll for damage. Nine slashing damage. Okay. And then I'm going to use Quaking Palm. And you got a, a constitution saving throw beat a 14. Ooh, 16. 
You beat it! You beat it! We might get to see this guy in action after all. Alright, you do anything else on your turn? That's it. Alright. On the Kodo's turn, it shakes. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna back away ten feet. (laughs) No, I'm not, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. No, I I took that back. Okay. On the Kodo's turn, when it shakes off the stun, it turns and it looks at you and it starts to growl, and you see the electricity is like flowing over its body again. And you see it does this little shimmy and all of its scales kind of shift slightly. Um, They seem to uh, like almost like almost like the feeling of like when you get goosebumps and your skin tightens. It's kind of like that. But what you're seeing is lizard scales doing it. I don't know. It's very strange. It's hard to hard to describe. But you you see all of this happen and lightning just starts to dance across its body. Um, it reaches out and tries to attack against, considering its position, it's going to swing in against Ari with a tail swipe. <gasps> a um, tail and it's going to hit with a, as a 14 hit. 14 does not hit. Okay. That's going to be the end of its turn. Stop um, it. No, I'm not <laughs> kidding. Um, on his turn, the hunter is going to fire against him. Let me see here. Uh, okay uh he's gonna fire off a musket shot and miss he he rolled an eight it goes wide um he starts to like reload his weapon falcus what do you want to do i don't have any advantage at this point in time do i all right but i do have friends within melee range of my target which means i do get sneak attack if i Yes. Hit. Okay. Um, let us do. I'm gonna do a grasping arrow. So I choose first to make an attack roll, I believe, and then I choose to use one of my arcane shots. Okay. So let's start off first with just the roll. Does a twenty-three hit? A twenty-three hits. You are surprised to see that this should have been an easier shot than it was, but when its scales rearranged, you were like, ooh, I got to really aim carefully. And you do do that, but you made note that, oh, okay, something is different here. Um, go ahead and roll your attack, your, your damage. All right, so we're going to trigger an arcane shot. Um, well, first, let's do the damage. Uh, so the damage on the longbow shot is uh, 10 piercing plus 6 sneak attack. Jeez, that's a good roll. Yeah, it was. Um, and then a, I'm going to hit him with my arcane shot grasping arrow. So it takes an additional 2d6 poison damage. <laughs> that, there, there, that's where I paid back on that one was two. Uh, on my 2d6, I got a... No, it was supposed to be it 2d6. Looks- Hold on. We'll do this again. There we go. Eight total on the poison damage. And now its speed's reduced by 10 feet, and it takes an additional 2d6 slashing damage the first time on each of, it tur- each of its turns that it moves one foot or more. The brambles last for one minute until I use that option again, or until any creature uses an action to remove the brambles with an athletics check, DC 14. Okay. All right. Ari, you're up. This thing's All looking right. really rough. It's kind of on its last legs. So with... Butch is still raging, so I still get advantage on melee attacks, though, right? Okay, so we're just going to do the one-two again. So we're going to go ahead and bite. 22 is going to hit. Right. 
for five. And then the claw attack, which a 21 for another five. So 10 total damage. Okay, great. Um, you deal a decent amount of damage to it. The two attacks that you landed on it, you, you, the scales are a lot harder. You still manage to get in there. Okay. Um, I'm, uh, I, hmm, the way that I worded this ability is not working out at my advantage. I was really hoping to have something cool happen, but he's going to die first. Uh, <laughs> Butch, it's your turn. Okay. So um, he looks a little bit uh, different now. Okay. I'm begging you to 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 roll poorly. I'm begging you. <laughs> um, so whatever we learned about this guy so far, you know, doesn't doesn't super count. So I'm going to. Uh, there's no reason why I would have advantage on this, right? I don't mm, think so. No. Uh, um. So I'm going to use reckless attack. Bum bum bum. So the next time he hits me, he will have advantage. Okay, so does an 11 hit? No. Does a 15 hit? No, it doesn't. But, but it would have before he armored his scales up. So his... And uh, now that his scales are all armored up and you swung in with... Thank you so much. I'm so happy. (laughs) You swing in with your axe for this attack and you've hit him like this before. You hit with a 16 earlier, I think. 15 is the same as 16, basically. The weapon hits the same place that it had hit the previous time, but the armor is, like, thicker now and beefier, and it's, 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 it's... He's protecting himself somehow, and as soon as the weapon impacts, all the electricity that he's been building up on his scales rushes at you. You suffer... Um, wait, wait a minute. That wasn't that wasn't the end of my turn. I know. You missed a hit. Yep. You suffer ten lightning damage. I my character is immune to lightning damage because my name is Balrog and I have lots and lots of powers. <laughs> okay, so I take ten damage. Uh, <laughs> let's see, damage. Oof. His ability. Uh, okay. Until the end of. Uh, until the end of that round, he armors his scales up really tight. And if you if you land a hit that would have hit if it's not armored, but now like it, it increases his armor by five. So his armor oh. class went from 15 to 20. Oof. If you hit him somewhere in that 15 to 20 range, he slashes you with electricity. Go ahead and roll your second attack. <sighs> Okay, then. I will roll my second attack. If you want to. You're not required to. Natural one. Oh, no, no. Well, you, you have advantage because you're still recklessly attacking. Maybe you'll get natural 20. 12 mm, does not 12. hit. Yeah, uh, he dodges out of the way of that one. It's not in that 15 to 20 range, so you're not at risk of taking electric damage. Um, he's still, like, grown his sparks and whatnot. Um, on his turn... Wait He's a minute. Gonna, yeah. Um, I'm going to use as my bonus action uh, my very last. I wasn't going to do this, uh, but I'm going to use my very last quaking palm. Don't you have three now? Yes. So this is my third one. Oh, that's right. Because you hit one, you missed one. All right, cool. Go for it. Nope. Natural <gasps> one. Oh, my God. 
so you are stunned, my friend. He is surrounded by thorns, and you see that his tail, like, is swinging around toward Ari for another attack, and you just, boop, and he just, his muscles are tight. He's just struggling to move. Can't quite do it. Uh, is my boy Anna going to get the killing blow? We'll see what happens. It's hard to tell. Musket attack. A 17. Um, he misses. Um, is does the quaking palm give advantage on that attack? Uh, it does. That's true. The advantage was a 19. That's still going to miss because of the, the hardened armor. Um, he suffers 11 lightning damage. The bullet comes flying out. King ricochets off the armor and then just it just shoots out automatically slams into him. Uh, he's going to yeah, 11 lightning damage is bad, but it's not going to, it's not going to kill him to whom to Unog the hunter. Okay. So not to the person who's closest to him. No, it's whoever attack. It's the attacker. Okay. Uh, Falcus, you're up. All right. Let's, let's end this here. Um, let us do. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so let's just right off the bat. Let's go one, two, and I'm definitely going to re-roll again just because. Three, because uh, I have advantage on the attack rolls. Uh, out of the three rolls, the 22, does that hit? Yes, it does. Alright, so here is the Kill damage. It. Uh, it is nine piercing damage plus two sneak attack. Um, is that enough to take it out? Not quite, but it's definitely on its last legs. The writing's on the wall on this one. Um... Yeah, this guy would have to be a little bit bigger. What is it? A two by two by three square? No, he's he's a he's a huge creature. He takes up a fifteen by fifteen foot space. Okay, um, let's let's add a bursting arrow for S's and G's. Um, I'm going to use another uh, arcane shot, and we're going to add another two d six of uh, bursting arrow damage which is force damage, and I'm going to target the furthest away square of this creature so it's greater than 10 feet away from Butch and Ari. They're not going to get hit by this 10 feet uh, distanced out explosion for the bursting arrow. So that doesn't sound right. It's I thought it happened from the, oh, the, from the place creature. where it hits. Yeah, doesn't it from the creature? Uh, you imbue your arrow with force energy uh, drawn from the school of evocation. The energy detonates after your attack. Immediately after the arrow hits the creature, uh, the target, and all other creatures within 10 feet of it. So I guess it's outside of the range of the 10 feet. It's not like fireball, which is from the source of where you threw the ball, right? Right. So it's from it's it's any creature within 10 feet of the creature. Then never mind. I will bypass this again, and we'll end the turn You can there. still do it. I mean, they've got hit points. No. Ari, it's your turn. Okay. We will go ahead. We'll just keep doing what I'm doing. So we'll work and bite, and I'm on advantage, and we'll hope. Um, You know what we didn't do? The first what time you-, you did work and bite, and it hit, we didn't give you any temporary I HP. can't take temporary hit points. I still have two from the stuff that we ate from Butch. Okay. And it, no it doesn't stack it, right? They don't, but if... So you can replace them. Oh. You can't have both at the same time. When you get when you have temporary hit points and you gain temporary so hit points. So I can switch you, my two to a five if I wanted to, because I would have gotten five that one time. Yes. Okay. 
just in case. Just in case. Um, well, I, I rolled a 23 for my first bite. That and hits. a 21. So one of those is going to hit for sure. Yes. And that's going to do seven piercing damage. Does that take it out or do I need to attack again? He's got a whisper left okay. and he is not backing down. Typically at this point, most creatures would run. But like besides the fact that he's like he's given even before he was stunned, he gave no indication that he was going to run. He is just trying to burn you guys all down. We're going to try and claw then, and I rolled a 19, which is going to do that lightning damage. My question is, can I now, can I use my cutting words? Is this considered damage in a sense that I can use my cutting words? Yeah, why not? Okay. So we're going to subtract 1d8. If I subtract 8, can I reflect 1 damage back to him? Like my words are just so sharp that since it's a negative one, I don't think so. I'm pulling at straws here. Roll the dice. We'll find out what happens. Okay. 1d8. I roll a 2, so I take 5 damage, which takes away my hit points. So that works okay. out. Okay. So you have max hit points and no temporaries. Cool. Yep. Butch, what does the Priest Slayer have to say about this? Ready to go. The Priest Slayer's mad. It, it, you know, we don't want him to, to, to crack it or anything. So uh, I cannot do um, Quaking Palm anymore. Yeah, guys, so um, stunning is not a situation that's happening for me. However, I really want to kill this guy, so I'm going to recklessly attack it. Oh, he's still stunned from the stunning strike, so you don't have to reckless. Oh, that's right. He's stunned until my end turn. So I am going to use my first attack to uh, with advantage here. Yeah. Just a sec. Uh, 22. Okay, I don't think that there's a way for you to roll low enough to not kill him. Let's see what you do. I, t- I take my axe, I put it above my head, and, and I come to the side, whack against his head. I don't really want to damage the, the, the front part, you know. Uh, <laughs> but he looks about dead. I think I'm just going to hit an artery and uh, blood should splatter everywhere. That happens, and you're kind enough to save the trophy? That's very cool of you. Well, you know, I was thinking thinking about Nog. As he dies, the discharge, it's like grounding into the the dirt, and he's like, as he falls over, he's it's still sparking on him, Uh, and he falls over, and there's this big gash along, like, under his, uh, like, under his throat, where you, where you actually landed the killing blow, but, I mean... No, man, this beast is going to make a fine trophy. Uh, and like, like, uh, like Onog comes running up and he's like, Ooh, okay, so that, that bit is mine. And so is the recognition for the kill. However, um, anything else about this that you want to keep is absolutely yours to keep. Well, as a matter of fact, there's a few things and maybe I should talk to you about it. And I, uh, I stop raging mm-hmm. and, uh, I, I tell him that uh, I need some hide for this, some some really good hide for my, uh, the breastplate that, that that I've got that shark uh, the, the breast, the shark guy's breastplate. I forgot about that. He said if you, and this is kind of magic-y too. Ooh, this could be, ooh. That actually brings a very good question because like I, I don't have, because I think was it uh, was it lizard folk can, can craft things from, from beasts and things like that. 
this is something that probably bears discussion discussion offline. Would I be able to gra- craft limited quantities of magical arrows? Like we were talking about exploding arrows before and things like that. Like I'm thinking like lightning arrows or other kind of arrows that are outside of arcane shots, but limited quantity. Like I have to craft them. Um, Butch wants armor. You want to figure out arrows. Ari, is there anything about this that you want? I want to see if he swallowed something in his tummy. Like, does he have a magic ring or something? Because he's been he's been rampaging. Like, I want to see if his tummy has any goods in it. Uh, it didn't before you said that. Um, roll a d20. Because I'm curious. D- I don't know. Just a d20. Yeah, okay. just a straight d20. Because I'm curious to know what uh, what he oh, has. Oh, I got a belly. two. So. Yeah, he he, on like a. 17 or higher he probably would have had something in there That's but that fine. was I your just... idea like I didn't even th- he's like no of course he doesn't have anything yeah no maybe he does that'd be funny so I was literally going to pull open a book and see if there was anything fun that was in there on a two I don't think there's anything in there that's okay I was good just looking, a, it though. was a long good, shot good looking out I'm going to start doing that you're going to be fighting monsters that have like stuff in their bellies yeah we're going to be s- slicing guts every time we kill something my thought was totally. that orc, I'm like orcs like shiny things in my head Maybe he had beads or something on him that this guy ate. That was my thought process on it. Ogres, but if it yeah. turns into something, like I'm okay with this. Um, you guys amongst you have the tools that would be needed to um, to get enough leather off of this creature to like patch up your breastplate to you know do something with it. Trouble is, you don't have anybody in your group who knows anything about curing leathers and curing hides, as far as I'm aware. Does anybody know how to do that? I don't. No, I think with this particular discussion, we last left it, we were going to take it to Booty Bay to the guy down there. And he said, bring us something magical and we can talk. Yeah, he, he definitely did do that. Um, without any expertise in preserving these things, you've got a couple days maybe at most before these materials aren't going to be usable for that anymore. So, and you recognize that, like, as you're starting to, you're like, oh, yeah, no, we didn't bring anything to, like, salt this or anything. I don't know how it works, but, like, yeah, the skin rots. We should, okay. Can we, can we utilize Olin in this? Would he have any expertise that we could We're preserve? not that far Onark? from Nessawary. We totally know how to Onark? do this. We're not that far from Nessawary's camp. There's got to be somebody there who's skilled in taxidermy. Um, I don't know if he is or not. Let me find out. Yeah. Okay, he rolled an 18 on a survival check. I'd say he's um, going to be good enough at... This is Casey speaking, the human being. Um, I don't know anything about preserving hides. I just know that it's something that you need to do. So let's say for the purposes of World of Warcraft, um, this cat is a leather worker in his spare time, and he just happens to have salts. I don't know what you use. He has the stuff that it takes to make that not a problem. Yeah, um... It he's he's able to um, he's able to like he puts his hand together and does this and the bar slides <laughs> across the screen and you have um, you have cured Kodo leather cool cured Kodo leather great oh, electric <laughs> electric electric cured uh-huh. Kodo leather it's it is that and as you hold it and you as you like manipulate it you know how like if you have something shiny and you you kind of roll it a little bit in the sunlight, the light kind of glimmers across it. The scales, every once in a while, they still spark. Falcus, roll a... Um, 
suck at there's nature a, stuff. <laughs> there's a there's a check of some kind that is going to get us here. Um, I thought for like the the, the lizard was um, the lizard folk with crafting things from animal parts was uh, right. survival. I don't think it is. I think they can just do it. Um, I can look up lizard folk here real quick if you need me to. I feel like the glands would be a good thing though for that focus. I didn't even think of those, but. Yeah, like I'm thinking even like with like World of Warcraft in general, like we hunt basilisks for like poison glands and I think the electricity beasts even have like the electricity glands and like I'm I'm thinking along those lines and even like fire glands from like some kind of dragon type creature, something that breathes fire and such that these are the things that I could potentially collect because again you know there's a lot of uh, discussion over the arcane archer subclass on whether it's overpowered or underpowered and somewhere in that range of like because like my spells they're 2d6 right now on some of them as far as the additional damage and they don't increase again until fighter level 18 that's it And I think I only have two arcane archer, arcane shots that refresh on a short rest, which is yeah. nice, but, I mean, but still limited. Really- yeah, like in even comparison to like some of the other fighter subclasses, like it's 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 just less. Like you just flat out have less things to work with, so it's it's kind of hard. Um, I totally buy what you're what you're selling here. Um, I um, I would say I would say that it would be your choice between. Well, your stats are the same for either. I was saying I was going to say either like animal handling or medicine or um, something like that. But then again, medicine is an in, oh, it's a wisdom. Mm. Let's do let's do something intelligence based because you're you you need to you need to not only identify what the part is that you need to make this work, but also work out the way to attach it to an arrow to make it deal lightning damage. That's what you're going for, right? Yes, something just to, to like you're, you're offering us here to to scavenge this beast for our things and like yeah, I would say to do nature, a nature check. Yeah, that's good. I at least have something in that. Still rolled an eight. Okay, on an eight, you this are is the first able time to- I'm doing this, so. Yeah, you're new at this. You've never fought one of these creatures before. You dig around inside of it for a while, and you do <laughs> come up with. You break a couple of, he's got like lightning glands in him. Like he's like a Pikachu where he's like all full of little sacks that shoot electricity out. How do you know what's inside a Pikachu, you I monster? I saw the TV show. The little pink dots <laughs> on their cheeks are their electric sacks. And if you massage them, it relaxes them. It makes them happy. I saw the cartoon. I know what I'm talking about. Do, do I shock myself a couple times while trying to do this? Uh, you don't take enough damage to like make it count against your character sheet but it is an uncomfortable experience and you do actually end up breaking most of them you are able to successfully snatch one out of there and it like on an on an eight um you have a hard time trying to attach it to an arrow but it's your first time doing it you're out in the field you don't have the right equipment for this but you give it a shot um i would say to make a note that you have one lightning arrow and then put a question mark after that. Whether or not it's actually going to do it when it hits. The dice will tell us what it'll do. I, I love the idea of like Falk is digging in there and like Butcher Ari watching. It's like, what the heck are you doing? Just, just, just wait. <laughs> ah! It's like, it's like, it's like operation of like digging in there. Just, ah, dirt it. Ah, darn it! <laughs> Just like digging in there until I finally get the get the good one out. Is how I'm this, imagining this. This pleases me. 
And then, of course, like, as I'm trying to attach it to the arrow, I'm like, fudge. <laughs> Not really good, good at that, are you? Hey, I had an idea for the first time I'm trying this. I think it turned out okay for now. Leave him alone, it's funny. I'm thinking you might want to find a trainer for that. <laughs> you can't talk him into it. nothing. Um, okay, so the other thing I wanted... He said trophies. I, I usually like, like trophies, but I think that hide is, is trophy enough for me. And uh, meat. Uh, I'd like to take... I don't think I can keep meat fresh for very long, but uh, I'd like to take enough meat to make some uh, branded battle burgers. Yeah, you can do that. Alrighty then. So where are your people headed off to next? That's that's a good question. We've we've been trying to uh, take care of this this evil that's go- going around, but uh, uh, this was pretty fun. <laughs> not doing that again. I mean, I need a little bit of, you know, some ointment for this electric burns, but other than that, I'm good. Yeah, well, I'm afraid I'm a fresh out of ointment, or else I'd have used it on my own self. I got struck by lightning earlier. (laughs) So did I! (laughs) We're lightning brothers! That was pretty pretty cool. Um, so, I I mean, this was a side quest, y'all. That a lucrative side quest. It's 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 still it's like early afternoon. Um, we all used stuff like. <laughs> Where's Onog heading? Where are you heading? Well, I I need to make my way over to um, the the Nessingwari expedition isn't in uh, Stranglethorn anymore. They haven't been in in for years. Um, they've been out exploring, you know, Pandaria and uh, the Broken Isles and all these other places. So I think my next mission here is to uh, to get this fella, and he holds up the head, and he's like, yeah. I'm going to get this fella all trophified, uh, and then um, make my way out to find Hammett and tell him about my adventure and finally get my name out there. Join join the hunt if I can. Well, we're happy to have a, have a part in it, Nog. And uh, I plum don't know what we're doing next. All all I know is that we saw some carvings that basically told us what we already knew, and um, we 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 do know we need to smash a jewel, but for some reason we got to go through a a forty man raid before or five man raid or whatever it is before before doing that. Now, um, have you heard anything? about what's been going on around here with all the magic and and stuff and all the evil and why all these animals are riled up. I don't know very much about what's causing all of this other than it it all started at the same time that that red meteor crashed over uh, near Zulgorub. Uh, It wasn't wasn't much long after that that everything started to get weird. Um, What I can tell you is what I've seen. Um, I do know that... um, well, it looks like there's a big, nasty spider infestation up in the cave system to the north, um, where um, years ago there was this old uh, human camp, and they were mining, I don't know, some kind of ore that was making them all 
hate each other or something. They've all cleared out. They've been out of there for years. Uh, but ever since then, um, and ever since especially recently, there's a swath of large spiders out there. Um, I want to say that the lumber mill in the middle of, uh, the middle of Stranglethorn, um, I came, I went by there two or three days ago on the hunt for this beastie. Um, well, it's strange over there. I'll give you that much. Um, it's a bunch of goblins. Uh, a couple of fires. Um, they're all running around, um, how to say, sunning themselves. Uh, getting a lot of sunshine. Um, little less, goblins. um, little less modest than I'm used to in goblins. Um, that's the last thing I need is a naked goblin. I'll take the spiders. Uh, well, if you're not interested in seeing a naked goblin, I suggest you stay away from the lumber mill. Is that are they, are they like working or like yeah. partying? N- no, they're like rebuilding the mills. Just naked. Yeah, I, I didn't stick around very long to figure it out. Um, there's the, the one the one smaller building that they had was partially on fire and the larger building they were redoing the roof and okay. they were doing it as as the gods made them we're gonna have to check this I out I have no idea why right so that uh, lumber mill do you remember what they called it yeah the the, the base camp the lumber the, the venture company um, uh, alright alright and then the spiders you said up north is that like where the the old uh, nesting where expedition place is? Or? No, he's he's describing a cave system that's behind Curzon's compound. Um, in Cataclysm, this was an area where there were a bunch of humans working, but like there was this in-house fighting that was happening, and as it turned out, they were mining some stuff that was like making them lose their minds a little bit. Um, but that happened years ago, and that has no bearing on what's happening today. Um, he was like, yeah, that, that was a long time ago. What's happening today is the whole place is full of spiders. It's like a big cave, bunch of spiders. All right, all right, all right. But that had been the, like, this area, this area, uh, and um, around this area was where he was hunting uh, the uh, the Kodo. And where are we at right now? Are we where we are? Yeah, you're like... You know, just outside okay. of where the Nessingwary expedition used to be. Um, but by his word, I mean, it hasn't been there for a long time because they were hunting here and then they went to hunt in Pandaria and then they went to hunt in the Broken Isles and they like, they, okay. they, they follow, you know, the expansions and they go places. It might be an interesting clearing, though, to get to if we wanted to take a, take a rest. Um, if we wanted to make a, start making our way somewhere and then rest after a bit. Yeah. Now, all right. All right, now, I do got one more question for you. Falcus has been talking about, and I don't even understand, or something about a, about a death elf or whatever, um, said de- a demon elf. He said something about a, 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 a back door or something. Do you know anything about the caves around here? Or have you seen any, like, you know, shortcuts? Um... I haven't personally explored the cave systems, but that's mostly because my quarry don't spend very much time in caves. Um, you're looking for... What What are you looking for specifically? Oh, specifically? 
back door and Zilgur up? Uh, it's possible. Um, there's a number of cave systems that are in that area. Uh, there's a cave system, like I say, behind what used to be Curzon's compound, but it's all full of spiders. Uh, there's a cave system in the in the ogre mound to south of Zulgrub, but it's full of ogres. Um, either of those, it's possible that there would be a way through. It's they're in the right locations. Oh, all right. Well, this sure has been fun. Tell you what, what, what. what and I turn to Arian Falkus and I, and I say, what say you? I, I still don't think we have enough information to uh, go straight to Zulgarub. Be heading in that way. You guys did or did not want to go to the Venture Co. Talking about the, the goblins being a little Oh, we're definitely... There. We're, we're, we're definitely going to get there. Um... Do we need to do we need to set up a place to to rest? I know Butch, you got some of that that meat. Do you need to start cooking up? I mean, something? I can. It's still the middle of the day. Um, my hit points aren't terrible I, at all. Uh, I did use up all my quaking palms. Uh, did y'all get did y'all lose hit points at all in that last thing? No, I didn't. Like, but get to, you and I are still short our max. Yeah, but we don't need to take a rest every time. Like we could, um, it's the middle of the day. I can, I can make this these burgers after a short rest. Okay, let's. Do we want to head up to the the spider caves? Kind of make our way north, and then we can travel across the river, head up to the spider caves, travel south from there. Maybe get a peek at Zulgrub, see what happens before we head back to to Mister. Hot and broding, and and Mister, I need my troops. <laughs> I let's that's a do good, good idea. Let's do one thing at least before we go back. The spiders are always going to be there. Now Butch isn't necessarily interested in the naked, naked goblins, goblins, but the thing is, at the way time does pass, there might not be naked goblins later on. <laughs> I mean, we said that about those uh, other. I'll do air quotes quests that we didn't do right away. Yeah, but those were straight up quests that someone else took. Has anyone found a piece of paper yet, speaking of quests? Oh my god. Piece of paper? Listen, they're looking for a a page. I don't know, maybe they're still looking for it. A specific page in a book. We'll look, we'll look, we'll we'll, we'll keep an eye out for it. I've got got my notes here. I've got my eye out for that page 27 of the Green Hills of Stranglethorn. I got my eyes out. I'm just saying, we do have a the green quest. The Do you want a copy? Yeah. You have a full copy? Yeah, that manuscript's been completed for years. Dang it. <laughs> there goes that quest. <laughs> well, That's let's go I'm see some naked goblins. I haven't gotten lost yet. It's because I understand the Green Hills of Stranglethorn. I have my whole manuscript right here. I will definitely take a copy if you've got one to spare. Well, I don't... I don't have very much more exploring to do and that I've got my trophy. I'm just going to head north and go to um, the nearest flight point that I can get to get up to uh, Stormwind and then from there Ironforge and then from there wherever Hemet is. So yeah, you can keep it. I don't care. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, any chances I get, I'm going to be reading this book. Okay. That's actually a good idea. Um, definitely well worth taking a long rest. Focus. That's a really good time for you to uh, 
perhaps learn more about uh, Stranglethorn. I did coloring pictures. What? I'm going to color the pictures of the book. There's okay. berries and mud and grass. I'm going to color the pictures. It's fine. I'll make it better. I love that. Let's go see some naked goblins. I'm excited. Ari's, Ari's, Ari's really excited for this. Well, finally, we got something that Ari likes. Butts. Butts. I mean, that's not my, my favorite idea in the world, because you know how much I love goblins in the first place, but there's no way we're going to keep Ari out of this situation. What do you think, Falcus? Goblin butts are cute. Like, they're just, they're so cute. They're little. I ain't never seen one. I have nothing to say against this. Uh, let's check it out. Goblins are hoarders. They might have something for us there that we can procure. Maybe they've got some beer. They might have some beer. All right, I think we have Ooh, our plan. We're going to get one of them kaji coolers. You think they're friendly? They're not going to be friendly. <laughs> okay. Uh, from here, if you guys are going to make your way down to the Venture com- Company base camp, it's actually not going to be all that difficult because as you... I wasn't planning for this to be the case, but it's the only thing that makes sense. Uh, when you scared the Kodo away and it ran into another map. I'm glad I had multiple jungle maps prepared. Um, <laughs> it the, the waterway that you found, I was like, oh yeah, that's the stream that runs through camp. Not realizing that it really makes it easy to just go to any place that's also on the river, if you're on the river. Um, so you guys are able to pretty easily make your way from... Uh, eventually you pass like it doesn't take long for you to end up passing the remains of the Nessingwary expedition um, at this point it's been probably a half hour 45 minutes worth of hiking when you get to there you take a quick look around and they they packed up pretty good before they left they were not in a hurry they took their time um, and there's really nothing here other than like the remnants of you know it's clear that there used to be a campsite here but that's kind of about it can we um, take a short rest here I mean, I would think the camp is probably still fortified, at least with, like, the spikes and such. And Yeah, but that's all that's left. I, I, would it be safe enough for us to take a short rest here? Yeah, certainly. Okay. Okay, you guys can credit yourselves a short rest. If you need to roll hit dice, that's fine. Keep in mind that Ari's Bardic Song stuff can get you extra health for that, and so does Butch's uh, cooking feet. Like, you... If you guys are short on hit on, on health, you can use that, but I kind of really don't think that most no, of you are. No, I need are. a long rest to be able to make any of that stuff. Don't you have a short rest ability? Just a second. Uh, I just, um, no, no, it's both of them are long rest. Oh, okay. By the way, so, I, I used one hit dice and I'm on max. But uh, you're max. Okay, never mind then. Uh, feats. Let's see. For chef. Oh, wait a minute. Short rest. It is short rest. Both of them are. I usually make the treats, but I could make the um, burgers for, for all of us instead. But I don't want it to go bad. I got the meat. I'm going to make some burgers. They last, what, an hour? But the, the buff lasts eight hours. The burgers last... What was it? Yeah, I want to rewrite that because... It's hard for you guys to get all that done in an hour when hiking to the Venture Co. camp is going to take like four hours. Like it's you're still like it's still a large place. So I don't I think that the timetable on that is all wrong, even though it makes sense that you can't leave a burger out for that long and let it get 
gross. So we'll 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 play a little a little loose with the timetable on that. Yeah, I don't have enough of the description on my end of it. Uh, it would be on your ability. I'm it's not to... on the food itself. Well, the, the, so the the food is not part of the feat. Like rules as written, it's not part of the feat. The feat itself allows Butch to make uh, a food that gives you temporary hit points and a snack that you eat over the course of a short rest that gives you more health when you roll hit hit dice. After eating a battle burger, you gain your proficiency bonus twice to any strength-based check or saving throws. Hey, that's actually good if we're um, going to the jungle. If you are already proficient, this benefit replaces the last proficiency. The effect lasts for one hour. Okay, we're going to play loose with that. And you were considered well-fed. Okay. So, uh, here's your burgers. Everyone can add a battle burger. Or just be... I don't know how this works, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I got I got a little confusing about it when I decided, oh yeah, everyone will just have them in their inventory and you just quote-unquote equip them when you want to take the benefit for them. But like that implies that you're always carrying them around in your pocket and I realize that that's kind of silly. So, I it, it, I would say that if you have it in your inventory, then you have it in your inventory. And if you click it, it shows you like... It, it changes your stats on your page if you equip it which is cool, but then after you're, like, the benefit wears off, you may as well just delete it, and then Butch will make new ones. Okay. See, what I did here is I just put in the, the notes section that I have one. Oh, that's good, too. Oh, wow, this is really cool. So, <coughs> if it, so basically, you go to your equipment and you look, look for burger, because we all have it as something that's um, possible, then you equip it, and for me, my uh, athletics, like strength stuff, goes up a lot. Yeah, my athletics goes up to plus five. Yep. I mean, mine goes from six to nine. So that's uh, nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. So we have this until it wears off, I guess. If we eat it now, right? We can hold off eating it? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to save mine. I'm gonna wrap it up in a banana leaf, like Lambus bread. Yeah, that's a good idea. I shall do the same. Same. Okay. And then after your short rest, and after your cooking, and after everything else, you guys are gonna head down, uh, following the following the river to the south. Are you crossing the river to be on the the eastern side? Um, that is a good question because it looks a little. Are we here? Or here, uh, you are. Well, you're in the if if you you're, you took your rest at the at the camp, so you're here in the northern. So side. are we crossing the river at the bridge, or do we want to pass it and loop back around? I guess that's the question. Pass venture the base camp and move back around. Okay. No, no, I mean that. Oh, uh, or I was clarifying. Did we already part ways with uh, Onag? Probably not yet, because he would be headed north, and that would take him across the bridge. So, yeah, I would say not yet. Uh, I'm going to ask Onag, if he's been in the area for a little while, does he know if there is a spare boat along the um, the river? A spare watercraft of some sorts? A rowboat, just something just to either paddle down the, the river with, or to at least cross the river with. What's wrong with this bridge? Why not? 
Well, looking at the map there, it's a pretty tall cliff on the far side, unless there's a way to come down off that cliff and come uh, down the coast. That's what I'm looking at there. That makes and sense. I do not want to cross, we do not want to cross this river without either a bridge or a boat. I would say that I can't think of a reason why there would be one just waiting for you, like all convenient-like, but um, he could say, well, you know what? Actually, there was one that was like damaged that was alongside the shoreline, so if you want to try to repair it and then sail down the, the river, that's that's on you. Yeah, folks, yeah. that's on you. That's fun. I like that. Okay. I'd be willing to give it a shot if it looks alright, if it's, if it's holding up. Okay. Um, he shows you the way down toward the bridge area, um, and on the shore, like 150 feet away from the bridge, he's like, oh, well, I'm headed that way cause I'm going to go up North. But I mean, there was one, there it is. It's like, and he points out and it's like, you know, kind of a large rowboat, but it's got a big hole in one side. Um, and it's got, it's got both oars, but they're both like you know, started to get a little rotted with age, um, but they're usable potentially. Um, he's like, yeah, I mean, if you can figure a way to repair it, then more power to you. And if not, hiking is always fine. Like whatever you're trying to do. Okay. All right. You want to uh, try to fix this boat? And are we saying goodbye to you, Nog? Uh, yeah, I'm on my way out. Uh, it was a lovely hunt with you. Um, I look forward to it. Doing it again. And I'll tell... Everyone I know that Nog is the guy that killed the Kodo. Nog yeah, the I, Kodo I, killer. Yeah, I clearly am Kodo pronouncing his name. Kodo Hunter. Kodo Hunter. I like that one. I like that one. Nog the Kodo Hunter. Won't be O Nog Steeltail anymore, be O Dog Kodo Hunter. Ooh. Yeah, she want that for a while. See see what you want people to call you, because I, I like it. <laughs> Kalimdar, here I come. And he hey. starts to march off. Um, I'm going to take a look at the boat. Uh, limited knowledge of probably boat repair. How long would I estimate attempting to fix this thing would take? Uh, let's take a quick inventory of the tool proficiencies that everybody brought with them. What kind of tools is everybody proficient with? Nothing that will be helpful in this situation, since they are all bard-related tools. Improvised weapons. Eve's tools. Brewer's supplies. <laughs> uh, I, playing playing cards. Uh, I can do a disguise kit, a drum, a horn, a lute, or a veal. I can do land vehicles, but not water. So, I mean, I do have vehicles. I do have mason's tools, improvised weapons... Which sounds like the best fit if we're going to try something. Okay. Let's say that this is going to be part of the next skill challenge to get to VentureCo Base Camp then. Because I think this is more fun than just marching. I think <laughs> this is a, f a fun idea. <laughs> I mean, there's that and there's also crocodiles in this river too, so... Well, alright. Well, let's start with the boat. Um, we're going to need to get it repaired before we go sailing downriver. So who wants to helm this leg of the skill challenge? Keep in mind, the idea here is that you're going to pick a skill out of your skills list, arcana, perception, whatever have you. Describe to me why you're using it for fixing the boat or uh, navigating the boat or something like that. And we'll roll the dice and you'll use that skill. And if you roll high enough, you succeed. If you do not roll high enough, you fail. And... 
Um, the side quest that you guys just went on, just for full clarity, um, the the original idea was, oh, okay, you rolled three successes and zero failures. So you're going to follow the path and get the boots, and that's the reward. And then you guys were like, ah, well, we'll do that later. And in my mind, I'm going, okay, well, if they go back there and the only thing there to get is just the boots, it's going to feel a little... Um, it's going to feel a little bit anticlimactic. Like, oh, well, there's this thing that we have to pursue. And oh, my goodness. Oh, it was just a neat pair of magic boots. But like we kind of built it up for nothing. Mm. So I grabbed another random encounter from my list, which was the Kodo one. And I li- I lined it in with it to make nice. it like a bigger deal. Um, but the reason you got the boots thing was because that was on my list of like encounters to give you for being very successful and having like almost no failures or no failures. Um, so as you guys do the skill challenge, the better you do, that'll have certain outcomes and the worse you do, that'll have certain outcomes. Um, as you guys have leveled up and as you guys are doing, uh, skills that you're like really starting to get outside of your comfort zone on because none of you are proficient with boats. Um, the DC is going to be slightly higher and we are going to have, uh, four challenges instead of three. Uh, but we're going to see where we get. Uh, so Did we would... not learn anything on the Sanguine Spear? You learned how to <laughs> uh, sabotage a crew and plant letters on people and get people thrown overboard. But you didn't do very much boat repair. Mm, that is true. Yeah. So who would like to take the first skill uh, on... And what we're doing now currently is getting the boat fixed. Oh, getting the boat fixed? Yep. How large is the hole? Uh, it's not... It didn't make the SS Minnow crash, but it... It's like, I don't know, a decent hole. It's like a couple feet, maybe. It's like a two-foot hole in the side of a large rowboat. That's a huge hole. Yeah, it is. You're right. Um, let's call it a one-foot hole. One-foot hole. Okay. So... I have two things we could maybe possibly use to repair this. So I'm throwing this out here before I offer up doing this. I still have the goblin log book that we took when we went down in in Cape of Stranglethorn to that oil factory place. Is the binding, I don't know how big a goblin log book is, is the binding of this of a such that I can repair the boat? With a book? Like, it, it, I don't know if they need leather. I feel like goblins, I don't know if they would use leather. Is this book bound in leather that I could... I don't even know. I, I'm thinking sleight of hand. I don't know. It seems finesse but I'm not 100% positive. But can I extract the, the, the bind, like the leather, if it's in leather, and use it to patch the boat? Is this even making sense? Erica looks confused. Uh, no, I I get it. I like it. It's creative and it's different. I would say that it is not going to be strong enough okay. on its own, but it would potentially act as a waterproofing. Okay, so it acts as waterproofing. And like we're inventing now that this is a leather-bound book, so it's a leather-bound book. Okay. All right, perfect. So what would be? That's where I'm getting stuck. Is what is strong? Like just wood? Like do we just need to go like take some of these spikes and? hack them I don't know boat repair I'm not gonna there's because we're at nesting where we camp they have those those wooden spikes that are still up we decided 
Well, I mean, there's also like regular trees and evidently banana leaves. Oh, there are trees. This is a wood. So, I mean, like, 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 like baby trees and stuff like that. Like, I was thinking green limbs, you know, you can weave them together. You'd want them on the outside of the boat because if you think about the pressure of the water where it's coming and it's pushing up against the boat, so you'd want it on the outside, but you also want to be have something on the inside. Um, definitely some kind of mud or clay to kind of paste paste stuff together and kind of fill fill the hole. I have mason's tools if we can, you know, get. I think the, find some clay or something. There's that. Um, I do have a hammer. Um, I do have rope as well. Um, you said you had the book that we, maybe we can stretch that leather on the outside of the hole and wrap the boat in rope to, to <laughs> hold it on. Sorry. I mean, that that's not a bad idea. It's just I'm, I'm, I'm pick, picturing it's a pretty, like a pretty big <laughs> canoe with like rope going around like the middle of it to, to hold, hold in the, a book. So how are we patching the hole first? What have we decided for that? Are we going to do the rope method or do we want to try and get some like limbs and weave something? Um, okay, let's start with we got your your leather for the book, right? Yes. And then that's over the hole. And then... So I'll start first then, I guess. I might... Intention here is to be able to take the leather off the book in one piece so that it can be fit over the hole, which makes me think this is going to be sleight of hand since it's finesse You're not sneaking any from anyone. Well, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what would be like, I imagine it's kind of like sewing and that. I say sleight of hand. That, that I feel like that's the same thing, even if you're not necessarily trying to steal something. You're trying to be dexter- dexterous with your hands. Yeah, that's how I read it. Let's see if you can pull the leather off of the binding in, in one piece. Go for it. Uh, Let a hand check. Jesus. I got a second one. If this doesn't, a 10. Okay. Um, so as you're peeling it off, um, it's not the kind of leather that uh, is thick like a hide. Um, it's really more of like the outside of it, as it turned out, was basically just leather. And as you're pulling it off, you're tearing it. Um, 10 is a failure. Can you press to digitate Gorilla Glue? I was just looking to see if I could press to digitate it. Um, I think it's a small, small sensory thing. Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah I think what you're describing is a cantrip called mending. Yep. And I don't have that. Um, okay, so I failed mine attempt, so we need to plan B this. Getting a bit off course may have been a blessing in disguise for our heroes, as they found their way to the river that divides Stranglethorn. Following the water downriver will bring them south without risk of getting lost, but they may need to come up with a better patch plan than the old book that Ari has. Could they pull it off? Or are they going to need to hike anyway? We'll find out next time when we queue up for some more Heroic Dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroic dnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.